Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to Prayer 2021 for today, February 18th. We do this each and every year in 2021. We're coming to you every morning, 5 a.m. Eastern Time, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. We'll be putting this on the podcast just to share a different aspect about prayer because 2021 is the year of prayer, and we need prayer right now more than ever. Amen? So, we're sponsored by podcastsforchrist.com. If you have a Christian podcast, you're wanting to start a podcast, go to podcastsforchrist.com. Take a look around. A lot of free resources right there on the front page for you. But if you want to go further and, and have some help in creating your podcast, making it grow, getting more listeners, marketing your podcast, just reach out. A lot of information right there. Podcastsforchrist.com. That's what we do is help you get the word out. Amen. The scripture for today is from Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. For this reason, I kneel before the Father. Praise God. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before your throne this day, your throne of grace, your throne of mercy. We kneel before our Heavenly Father, knowing that we have the privilege not just to be in the body of Christ, not just to be children of the Most High God, but Lord, we get to go into the throne room in the presence of Almighty God and present our prayers and petitions by faith through Jesus, who is our Lord and our Savior, whose we are, who we serve. Lord Jesus, thank you for making it all possible. Now, Lord, have your way with this broadcast. Have your way, Lord. Lead, guide, and direct the thoughts and the words as they go through the power of the internet, all into the earth, touching people's hearts and changing their lives all over this planet. To you, Father, we give all honor, all glory, and all praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, when I first started out in ministry, I was part of an independent Baptist church, and we were part of the Central Texas Independent Baptist Association of Churches. And I used to preach in our church, usually about once a month. But we would also hold monthly conventions where all of the, the preachers would gather and hold a couple of hours of, of sermon teaching on a Friday night and you know spend time in prayer and things like that. And it was a big event uh, for our little association of churches. Uh, you might have 30 pastors, 40 pastors, plus a few con congregation members from all over. Uh, you know, the wives and all that. There might be, you know, anywhere between 50 and 100 people in attendance on a Friday night to, to go over this. Well, uh, I would also go and speak in other churches. I'd hold revivals, and I was an evangelist, and, and I, I thought I knew a lot about the Lord and the Bible, praise God. But this would have been right around 1995 or so. But then something happened. I was exposed to the Pentecostal way of worshiping the Lord, uh, I had been baptized and, and with the Holy Spirit, and I was. That all happened at one time, uh, the night of my salvation. When I when I was born again, you know, a lot of people have two separate experiences. They get born again, then they get baptized with the Holy Spirit at some point in the future. It all happened to me in one fell swoop, January twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two, eleven thirty five p.m. Eastern Time, at a little empty apartment in Columbus, Georgia. You've heard a testimony if you follow me before, so I'm not going to go into it here. But I had been born again, praising God, crying my eyes, worshiping God, speaking in tongues. I knew what had happened. 
But the independent Baptists, they did not believe in that. They did not do that sorts of thing, right? And I was trying to fit in, you know, by not standing in that uh, anointing, I guess you could say. I was just trying to fit into their group for acceptance. So then I didn't do it anymore either. And in those days, if you were speaking in tongues, you were labeled as one of them tongue-talking preachers, right? And booted out of fellowship. But the longer I stayed in that group, and I was there a couple of years, the longer I stayed in that group and compared the results of prayer that they were seeing and what they were praying for and what they were seeing and, and answered prayer and compared to what I had seen among my other friends that were in these Pentecostal circles that did believe in speaking in tongues, there was a huge difference there when it came to answered prayer and the, the speed in which prayers would be answered. Don't get me wrong, in the independent circles, you know, they did get some prayers answered, but it just it seemed like they had to fight for it. You know, it, it was just, it, as we've been teaching these past few days, just rolling the care over it on the Lord, that wasn't happening in those independent Baptist circles. But my Pentecostal friends, they'd pray, they'd have a, you know, maybe have two, three of their friends pray, lay hands on them. Next thing you know, two, three days later, they are receiving their prayers answered. Sometimes it was an immediate healing and things like that. That got me to wonder, you know, what's going on? Well, the opportunity then came through a person I was associated with in my secular business. I was a, had an insurance agency, and I met the world's greatest gospel saxophonist, Dr. Bernard Johnson. And he was really, really popular at that time, especially in the Church of God in Christ circles. And through the process of meeting him, talking with him, he, and I even helped out at a few of his concerts, and getting to know him uh, on a bit of a personal level, he offered me an opportunity to have my first real paid ministry job by helping him organize and promote his concerts. And I mentioned this to our little group, trying to get them to come out to a soul-winning concert that he was going to hold down in our area. And, you know, just, hey, come on out, see what I'm doing, you know, helping this guy. And that, you know, I figured you know, the Baptist church, they've been talking about, you know, we need to win souls for Jesus, need to win souls for Jesus. Well, that's what Dr. Bernard Johnson was doing through his concerts. They were called soul-winning concerts. And you're talking, you know, three, four, five thousand people would be in attendance sometimes. So I figured this group, you know, man, this is what you've been praying for. Well, do you know that very night at this little monthly meeting, they shunned me. They shut me out. You know, after the services were done, because you know, we'd take an hour and a half or so, maybe two hours in the preaching and praise and worship in this independent convention meeting. And then we'd go back into the fellowship hall and eat. I'd walk up to a table and sit down. Whoever's at the table would get up and walk over to another table and sit down. Nobody would sit with me at the same table in the fellowship hall. Nobody talked to me the rest of that night. Why? Because I had invited them to a soul-winning concert that was not part of the Independent Baptist Church Association. And when I left that building, I asked God, why, God? You know, they don't want anything to do with me just because I want to win souls for the kingdom. And the Spirit of God, it wasn't audible, but on the inside of me it was. 
The Spirit of God directly spoke directly to my spirit and said, Don't worry about it. They don't want anything to do with me either. Whoa. That was an indictment right there. And I realized you can pray and shout and jump up and down and, and you know think you're doing a great job, but you're not doing anything for God. How tragic that is. An entire group of probably 20, 25 churches that just refused to admit that the Holy Spirit was real, that speaking in tongues was a way to communicate with God and have God communicate with you and edify yourself. They were missing out on everything because they thought they were doing it right. And I was never invited back to speak in any of those churches ever again. Now, I found out later, several of those churches had to close their doors over the next couple of years. Many only had a handful of people attending their services anyway, even after being open for 20 years. For many of them, the only new members came when someone would have a baby. And, and then when somebody would die and the numbers would always stay the same. Or, you know, then the, the children would grow up and get married and move away. And they'd lose members that way, and they just got to the point where, you know, they only had one or two or three people attending church, and they ended up closing the doors. But what does all this have to do with the subject of cast your cares on the Lord? Because that night, I had done just that. I'd been praying, or I'd been trying to please men by trying to please those preachers and fit in, to be accepted. But when I decided to put kingdom first, to win souls for the kingdom by helping another ministry that was not part of their clique, but was definitely winning souls for the kingdom, I was shunned because I had gone outside the group. Like I said, at first I was devastated. You know, what, was I wrong in doing this? Should I go back and apologize? But the more I prayed about it, the, the more the answer was absolutely clear from the Lord. Leave those things behind and press towards the mark of your high calling in Christ. Praise God. And do you know, when that download came to me, while praying in tongues, I might say, bless God, but that's how that message was delivered. When I was praying in tongues, the Holy Spirit edified my spirit by saying, leave those things behind. Press towards your mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. So at that point, I cast the entire thing over on the Lord, never looked back again. And now our ministry is thriving. And almost every single one of those churches in that group has closed. I'm not happy they're closed. Don't get me wrong. I'm not pleased about that at all. The point I'm trying to make is, if you will pray in tongues and communicate with the Holy Spirit, He will guide you. He will direct your steps. He will make sure you complete your mission that He has for you. And when you understand that you can cast all of your cares over on him, he will take care of all of the cares for you. Then you'll be free to follow him and accomplish your mission on this earth just as he wants you to do. Amen? Praise God. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your word. We thank you for caring for us. We thank you, Lord, that when we cast our cares over on you, you accept them. And then tell us not to worry about them anymore, to stop the worry. Stop caring. We can pray, 
but let's not carry the burden anymore. Father, thank you for this privilege of being in the body of Christ. Father, thank you for our salvation. Thank you for open doors for ministry. Thank you, Father, for ordering our steps. And Father, we thank you for the privilege of winning souls for your kingdom. We thank you for the privilege of being in the body of Christ. Children of the Most High God, heir of God, joint heir with Jesus of all things. Lord, thank you for ordering our steps this day when we give you all honor, all glory, all praise for all time. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Shout amen, somebody. Glory to God. Do me a favor, leave a comment down below. Uh, it just helps us to grow, and I appreciate it so much. Go to podcastsforchrist.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Prayer2021.com. Subscribe to that podcast. And Lord, we just thank you for, for all the blessings and the help that your comments for us just encourage us. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. That helps us to grow as well. Praise the Lord. And like I said, be sure to visit podcastsforchrist.com if you're have a Christian podcast, starting a Christian podcast, get that free resource right there in the middle of the page, How to Start a Christian Podcast. I put this together, and it is, it's just not Brother Bob saying this, but it's an awesome resource, an awesome ebook. A lot of people have gotten it, and I've gotten great comments on it. I'm just sowing it into your life because I want to help you get a podcast started so you can get the word out. Amen? All right, till next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you, from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible, our scripture verse for this entire year, always keep on praying and be blessed in all that you do.